Welcome back to my Abundant Amazing Podcast. And this is Divine Akuabi MIJ, and I am back with another segment. So today, we're going to talk about letting go of emotional suffering. Now, um, I wanted to... I've been wanting to do this one. Like, I have a notebook that I write down all of my topics that I'm going to write about. So, I've been wanting to do this one. But when I come at you guys with topics, it's because, you know, I'm actually going through these. I'm actually doing this work. I'm actually going through this. So, I want to be able I get. I want to be able to come and give you the my results of what I came up with, you know, while... Um, so let's get right into it. I apologize if you hear my babies. You know I'm homeschooling my babies. They're in the back. So um, first I wanted to touch on mindfulness. And I wanted to tell you there's two definitions of mindfulness. Um, the first is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. The second is um, the second definition is a mental state achieved by focused one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. Okay, now I know that was a mouthful, and I definitely know that that takes practice and it takes patience and it takes like faith to really be in a mental mindfulness state like that. Um, we have to become more mindful of our own emotions and of other people's emotions. I think sometimes when we haven't experienced something, we um, sometimes we downplay other people and their experiences and their emotions. Sometimes we'll cut somebody short um, based on whatever it is that they're telling us because we've already been through it. And um, that's not... We don't want to. We don't want to um, practice tearing people down just because we feel like we're stronger and um, we're able to handle things differently. Which this has a lot to do with childhood. I'm going to talk about that in this segment too, like childhood wounds and everything. Um, some childhood wounds are big and small. Some childhood wounds are huge, where it may take years months years you know maybe lifetimes for you to be able to heal and really get over it so just because we may not understand a person's way of thinking or outlook on life on how they choose to move that doesn't define criticism and sometimes people try to understand these they try to understand things that's not meant for them that's not meant for them and that's where the mental chatter and the mental disorder comes in at Um, I wanted to share with you um, one of the lessons that I've learned, which is, I feel like this is one of my lessons here, which is mastery over my emotions. When I tell you I'm an emotional ass, like, (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not, I can't cry on cue, you know, when people are in front. I don't cry in front of people. People, I think my closest friends can tell you that they pretty much have not really seen me cry that much. But um, I am emotional, um... This healing process has, um, like crying has helped me a lot, like get over, you know, some things. And, um, that's the way, that's how I know if I'm healing, you know, whether if, if it comes back up, well, I guess it's with anybody when anything comes back up that you feel like, um, where it's going to come back up. You're going to be tested when you're healing to see like, if you have really gotten over, if you have healed, if you need some more work to do. 
So mastering your most emotions doesn't mean to ignore things and say that we don't care. Because I used to say that even though I don't care about what anybody else thinks, I still care about sharing what I've learned and my experiences. That doesn't mean that I expect for other people to believe or um, go after it is what I what what I'm after. You know, my path, my you know visions, my dreams has nothing to do with nobody else. Um, Mastering your emotions is about accepting the emotion for what it is, understanding the trigger. You know, we all use this word trigger. What I just heard this trigger word at? Um, I think me and my kids was doing. Oh, I w- it was a lesson me and my son was doing. And I heard the word trigger, and it came from um, your asthma being triggered, you know, for multiple days. So I'm like, okay, this word has been used out. So where does this emotion stem from? Where does your emotion come from? And how to deal with it? Take action toward it. Confront the person. Do some self-work. Um, but just make sure there's a different approach or reaction in the future. That's the point of healing. That's the point of you know writing things out talking things out there's different ways that people like to heal okay everybody's different so first we're going to observe the emotion accept what and how you feel acceptance is the first step to change observe take note of its presence detach yourself from the emotion and take time away from the thought the situation to really see more details unfold about the behind the scenes ness or mess and this is something where the quick reactions come from based on what we think we see sometimes we think we see some things or we think we know something when when it when that's not true okay i think that we have to work on gaining clarity and just sitting back and and observing observing the emotion not even just trying to judge on why you thought that where did the you know pretty much observe the emotion just as well as you're sitting back liking when you're (laughs) just as well when we are sitting back observing somebody in silence that you like it's the same way as sitting back and observing you know your thoughts coming in and your emotions and all emotions is is energy in motion okay so that energy had to come from somewhere so next experience the emotion fully and thoroughly do not block once again how you feel don't cover it up don't justify it spend time there and meditate this is where meditation comes in focus on your breath but still allow your thoughts to come and go come and go Listen and don't push your thoughts away off on someone else. Don't try to discard them and tuck them away so you can bring it back up. Don't make up excuses to increase the emotions. Be a witness. Sit back and be uh, and observe and be watchful. This is all about watching your thoughts. And you know how difficult it is for you to literally sit and monitor and watch all of your thoughts. Like It's a difference from watching and watching and trying to control it. Just, it's like sitting back watching a movie, okay? You're the first one to see your thoughts. You are not your emotion. Don't let people make you feel bad for feeling, thinking the way that you do. Most of the time, it's valid. It just takes for you to dig a bit deeper and don't act on the sense of emotion. High and lows, that's where um, people kind of get stuck. I'm working, baby! That's where um <laughs> these about don't open. <laughs> That's where we kind of get stuck up with the highs and the lows. And I have been like 
that was where I was at one point where I'll be extremely happy or I'll be just extremely sad and depressed and that's just not the way to be okay just remain neutral you know in the middle remain neutral not too happy not too sad Visualize times where you have felt differently about the person or situation. We have all been there where we have been mad at somebody that we care about. We have all been there where we have said things that um, that we maybe didn't mean, but we just said it because we was mad. This is where, you know, taking a step back and observing the situation, observing, to, getting in all the details, taking in everything away from this on the situation sometimes people like to take a well i know i like to take a shower when um when something and there's a bad situation or anything like that and i also just like to sleep on it you know sometimes sleeping on things going to sleep for that night and resting and gathering on your thoughts can help you um come up with a better solution you know the the next day i'm working baby so describe how you feel out loud and this is um where affirmations come into play even though you may be pissed off say instead i am calm during during uncertain times or whatever comes to mind to switch from anything else that's happening around you sometimes things can go on around us and it can happen up it can happen up um it can happen a situation up especially people hyping up situations um sometimes um but yeah so next is practice respecting loving your emotion don't judge yourself through any healing process healing has no expiration date or deadline it's not up to anybody else how long it takes for you to heal people may judge but hey it is what it is practice the quality or state of being prepared to do something readiness so accept your emotions and work on them. Mostly we feel how we feel. Stand for this, stand for that. <laughs> Move. More on how we more on how um of this childhood or how these issues comes from our childhood issues. Let me get this baby because he's steady calling my name. And I'll be back with more of my commentary. So um, I'm back and I wanted to share this article that I found on Dana.org. It's called The Wounds That Time Won't Heal. And this um, article about child abuse. And I wanted to read you some of um, what it says about child abuse. So of course it says that abuse or neglect is among, is tragically among America today. Which now we know it is all over the world. Not just in America. So nor... Um, are most of us surprised when studies point to a strong link between the physical, sexual, or psychological maltreatment of children and the development of psychiatric problems. To explain how such problems come about, many mental health professionals resort to personality theories or metaphors. Perhaps the child's adaptive or protective mechanisms have become counterproductive or self-defeating in the adult. Perhaps childhood abuse has arrested psychosocial development, leaving a wounded child within the adult. So most adults are walking around, you know, may have a good job, may have a good car, they may have, you know, everything materially, but inside they are a wounded child. We may look at these people on TV and think that they are so happy because they have money and the riches and whatever, but we are, some of these people are wounded children. Matter of fact, all celebrities are wounded children. Although such explanations may offer genuine insight and may support patients 
impact yeah in therapy too often they instead minimize the impact of early abuse they make it easy to reproach the victims to say in so many words get over it and i hate that shit i hate people say get over it oh don't worry about it like and, and they always said it and until it's their turn to go through it like i can't stand people say that so um that's just like a brush it's like a diss to somebody when you say get over it as if what they're saying or what they're talking about is not important that's why most kids don't tell or say anything because you hear these parents who don't have any you know emotional development of their own and they just brush the kids off you know go tell them to play or something when this whole time your damn child is being abused so I'm going to um, read a little bit more and I'm going to get into the, some of the childhood um, wounds. So um, this says a harvest of psychiatric dis- disorders. Um, the mental disorders um, segment is coming too. It's like it's so many mental disorders that I really want to investigate and like really do thorough investigation. Because we really have to talk up, start talking about conversations that we are uncomfortable to talk about. So physical, sexual, and psychological trauma in childhood may lead to psychiatric difficulties that show up in childhood, adolescence, or adulthood. The victim's anger, shame, and despair can be directed inward to spawn symptoms such as depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, and post-traumatic stress or directed outward as aggression, impulsiveness, delinquency, hyperactivity, and substance abuse. I think most people just don't have anybody to talk to and express it to. So that's where that inward depression comes to. You have to get things out. Like, forget people who say, don't talk about it, don't bring it up. Like, fuck those people. Talk about it, bring it up. Talk to somebody that you trust, that you know is that's going to protect your information, that's going to protect you. Because I'm tired of people, how people just still in 2020 ain't speaking up about things. And certain conversations need to be had at this point okay so childhood trauma may fuel in a range of persistent psychiatric psychiatric disorders one is somatoform form probably said that wrong but it's a disorder also known as psychocosmatic disorder in which patients experience physical complaints with no discernible medical cause wow Another is panic disorder, which is agoraphobia, in which patients experience the sudden acute onset of terror and may narrow their range of activities to avoid being outside, especially in public, in case they have an attack. These are the people that literally stay shout up in the house. They are afraid to go anywhere because it's so much that have went like they look at the outside world as like threatening, as dangerous. Um, let's see. Do is there anything else I want I think there was one more that I wanted to read. Abuse in the developing brain. Like this is a really good article. So I'm not gonna read any more that I suggest that you can go ahead and read yourself. Daniel.org, wounds that time won't heal. So I wanted to discuss um inner childhood wounds. So one of the inner childhood wounds, it could be many, but I'm probably I'm just gonna go over the first four. So one is abandonment, abandonment wound. Most of us have this um, feelings of being left out, fears being left out, hates, 
being alone. Some of adults are in codependent relationships. I know that I was. I have abandonment issues. When my mother passed away when I was a young age, um, threatens to leave normally attracts emotionally unavailable people. This is where the cheating comes in at. When people who are um, who feel abandoned, instead of talking to their partner, you know, they look out to cheat. And, you know, okay, and people grow. People, well, some people. Some people grow and some people change. So sometimes people could actually know that they have these inner childhood wounds and they can work on them. So there's nothing that, there's no excuse why people cannot become, you know, their better self or heal or whatever it is that you are here to do. One another um, childhood wound is guilty wound. Um, feels sorry or bad. Doesn't like to ask for things. Uses guilt to manipulate. Is afraid to set boundaries. Normally attracts people who makes them feel guilty. So this is another one a guilty wound that is a part of relationships. This is which these wounds will manifest in relationships, especially when you're the type of person who don't set boundaries, you let people walk all over, you let people say what they want to say, and it's not the fact that, because I don't care what people say, but it's the fact at setting boundaries and that people who respect you and people who you have in your energy should not be reckless with anything of you, like nothing of you. So the next one is trust one. I apologize, it's going fast, but um, of course you know I have other things that I have the uh, other priorities. I just wanted to keep my promise and come on here, you know, and this week and share, you know, some of my experiences. So trust wound. Oh, damn! Everybody got this one. <laughs> Everybody has the trust wound. <laughs> But we are working on it. The The key is progress. That's the key, okay? Are you making progress? So the trust wound is afraid to be hurt, doesn't trust themselves, finds ways to not trust people, feels insecure, and needs lots of external validation. When Okay, doesn't feel safe and attracts people who don't feel safe. So this is definitely the biggest key, the biggest downfall in relation in any relationship whether it's romantic partnership business friendship it has to be some type of trust some type of boundaries sometimes i'm not going to say expectations because that's where you find your disappointment when you expect things from people and it's not as as if you expect it but definitely, this is where the insecure woman comes in at, where they need their man to constantly validate them. Even men do. It's men out there that needs a woman to constantly tell them how sexy, how fine they are, how attractive they are. I'm not one of those women, you know. I know I can look in the mirror and I enjoy my own time. So, you know, that really doesn't apply to everybody who has trust wounds. But um, definitely is afraid to be hurt. I think a lot of people are. So that's, you know. Let's go to the neglect wound. The neglect wound is someone who struggles to let things go, has low self-worth, gets angry easily, struggles to say no, represses emotions, fears being vulnerable, normally attracts people who doesn't appreciate them or make them feel seen. So this is another one where I definitely have an issue with the neglect. It goes back to my, well, of course, these are childhood wounds. So this goes back to my childhood with me, with, um, with me being able, 
not to say no because I was afraid that people wasn't going to talk to me anymore or struggling to let things go, wanting people to pay even more than I paid. So that's why I held on to things. And now I understand what my grandma used to always, always trust in me and tell me about forgiveness. Like forgiveness, forgiveness, freaking forgiveness, always forgiveness. I was like, oh my God, I hate that word. But... But I get it. Like, I promise you, what our grandmas was telling us, we, rem- we, I remember everything. And she said that, too. But that is the segment for today. And I will definitely be back next week with something else. I would definitely be back next week. Um, I just wanted to come on here and share um, my experiences with you all. I appreciate you all for listening. There is a purge going on. There's a purge going on. There's a purge going on. Not just in our personal lives, but on a national level, on um, a worldwide level, and even a universal level. So it's time to really purge. You come that little man. Here he come. So please join me next week. And peace, gods and goddesses. And until next time. <laughs>